Hey mama, so today I'm gonna share with you some lessons learned from recent fitness tests and physical events in our army training course to include both the army combat fitness test uh, as well as a 14 mile ruck, which was graded as part of our engineer captain's career course. Hey friend, welcome to Arm to the Heart. I'm Megan Gephardt. I believe life and motherhood is a gift. I believe each of us are born with a unique mission we're meant to fulfill. I believe babies and dreams can and do go together. I believe it is possible to pursue the dreams in our hearts and also be a great mom at the same time when we let God lead us. I believe it takes a village and a whole lot of grace and that military life and motherhood is so much better when we do it together. So let's put on the armor of God. Let's run this race set before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. I've got five lessons learned from the Army Combat Fitness Test that I feel really encouraged to share with you. And then I have four lessons from the ruck that we did, the 14 mile ruck at the end of our training course that I just took. So I'm excited to dive in with you today. Let me start with the ACFT, the Army Combat Fitness Test. So I've got some lessons here that were just good reminders for me that I really wanna share with you because I think it's going to especially help those who are on their postpartum journey. So the morning that we took this fitness test, so first of all, this fitness test, for those who don't know, is the Army's newly implemented combat fitness test. And it's got a three rep max deadlift. It's got a medicine ball throw, a sprint drag carry or hand release pushups, a plank, and then a two mile run at the end of all of that. And so the sprint drag carry Sprint drag carry, which is a sled drag along with some kettlebell carries and sprinting back and forth. And it's, you just pretty much, you feel like you got the wind knocked out of you. Um, And then we've got the two mile run at the end of all of this. So it's a fun series of events and it's, it's pretty intense, especially for those who just had a baby. And we have now, we have a timeline of getting back to this test by a year postpartum for the record physical fitness test. But at the same time, many of us are either feeling pressure to or um, have to, you know, for different reasons, do a test much sooner than that, either for a diagnostic, like a um, assessment of where we're at that's not necessarily for record or for grade um, or for a performance evaluation, but it still matters and we still feel a lot of that pressure to perform. And so many of us are coming back from maternity leave and like jumping right into this at three months postpartum. And for anybody who's in that boat, I do not believe that that is smart. I believe that we should probably be waiting till about five or six months postpartum. And I actually talk pretty in depth about this in my postpartum fitness guide. If you haven't already downloaded my free guide, please do. And you'll see a whole section on there um, to include a discussion on some considerations for your timeline and for you know what we should be thinking about when it comes to doing that test earlier. So anyways, so this, this was a, I was about, um, at this point I was 11 or so months postpartum when I was taking this thing with my, um, my training course for a record. I know for me, it was such a reminder of the value of building a resilient foundation of fitness. So let me tell you why that, that really matters for this and why that was the case. So we were coming off of a week of having And I was coming off of a week of having to rest because I had actually kind of oddly strained my back deadlifting the previous week. And then we had a weekend of sicknesses going around our family. We had tons of sleep regressions for William. He was probably waking up like 
it, it felt like it was like 10 times a night or something. Um, and then he had like two very, very sleepless nights where he was just really struggling to get back to sleep. Like usually nursing him pretty quickly gets him back to sleep. But for the last two nights leading up to this fitness test, like he was not sleeping at all really. And, and then I also had a couple months of somewhat inconsistent workouts due to a very irregular schedule, the sicknesses for the kids again, and the ups and downs of like surging our efforts for these graded events. And so, and then also preparing for our next military move, which was about a month away. And so I was feeling a little bit nervous going into this uh, PT test. And I think many of us do because we feel that natural pressure to perform and those expectations we have of ourselves can be pretty high, right? In addition to, you know, wanting to do our best um, across the board. But even with all of that, I still saw very noticeable improvements that I'm proud of since the last couple of diagnostic or practice tests that we took a few months back. And so this morning that I took this test, it reinforced a few things that I wanted to remind you guys of. So if you're in the trenches of either postpartum recovery or the roller coaster of military life or just mom life <laughs> too, and you're just trying your best to either make progress in your fitness or be consistent in your fitness, but you're frustrated or feeling a little discouraged because you're finding yourself unable to be as consistent as you ideally like to be um, or feel like it's really hard to find the time, the energy, the motivation, and all of those things, this is for you. So number one, first lesson was an all or something approach is better and can also be much more helpful than an all or nothing mindset because an all or nothing mindset is going to cause us to either give up or beat ourselves up if we can't do it all perfectly or if conditions aren't all in our favor. And yeah, remember like when is this going to really happen as, as busy moms? I mean, it's always something, whatever it is, like life happens and it's never going to be perfect. And so let's accept that and, and continue to move forward anyways. And you know, if fitness is important to us and, and our health and our longevity of our fitness is important to us, then let's let go of the all or nothing mindsets that just honestly keep us stuck and keep us from showing up. And I am, am right here in in navigating this right now because we are we're literally in the process of moving our household goods were already picked up on monday we're living in a house that's like only got a couple things i'm doing this podcast out of a closet right now you know we don't even have beds in the house so like we are in the thick of craziness of a move and i'm feeling very unmotivated i'll be very honest with you to do workouts but with that being said i've also been really trying to prioritize my mental health and just give myself the space to process all the changes that are happening to be able to take care of the boys and so part of me is like what does i just asking myself what does my body actually need and the boys have been fighting off sicknesses matthew was sick for the last few days i feel like i'm getting a little bit of sick from him um, and so sometimes like it's okay to give yourself permission to take a step back or to be a little bit less consistent but just remember why you're doing it. And also remember remember a couple things like, right, our worth is not in it. It's okay if we need to adjust a little bit and recalibrate and then come back into our routine when we get a little bit more settled, you know? And and I know for me, my, my goals during this transition time, this craziness is to take care of the basics, like get a little bit of movement in my week, really focus how much I, as much as I can on nutrition, on as much as I can on getting sleep, but most importantly, in taking the time to reflect and to be with the Lord and lean on my community and to make sure my mental and emotional health are taken care of because I have to maintain my peace for my boys as they go through a lot of change. And Tim and I are about to be stationed apart for this next eight months. And so 
we're also staring down a lot of time apart and that's not easy and it's it takes some time to process all of that it feels like we just came back together as a family because Tim was gone for the first like five months of William's life and so military life is not for the faint of heart <laughs> it's, it's really hard for all of us right and so all that to say, like, um, this is real life, you know, and this is real life for many of us, especially those of us who are in the military, um, you know, whether we're serving in the military or whether we're a spouse or in that community, um, or, or if our life like has similarities, even if we're not in that community, right? No matter what, like mom life is pretty crazy and pretty busy and hard. And that's why we are all here because we're carrying a lot. And so give yourself grace through all of those things. And remember that something is better than nothing. And that it's totally a win in my book if you can get a little bit of a workout in with kids climbing all over you. If you take a walk because that's what your mental health needs. If you take a run or if you take a couple days off because your mental health needs that. Like I would much rather you do that than pushing through and getting injured or something something silly because we didn't listen to what our body really needs, you know. So yeah, just give yourself a lot of grace and remember that even an all or something approach, even when it's not perfect, even when it's not as ideal as we want it to be, it will still move you forward towards your goals. What will not is not showing up at all. You know what I mean? And so if we decide not to show up at all, we're also going to feel that we're going to feel like we're in a funk and it's going to be even harder to get out of it. And then it will also, we'll also feel that bleeding over into not being able to show up as much as the wife and the mom that we want to be in, in our work because we're not going to have as much energy. We're not going to feel like our cup is filled as much. And we're also going to probably feel like less good physically because our body needs movement. Like it craves movement naturally. So focus, if you're in a season like this, like on life giving movement, I love that phrase because it helps me really reframe my mindset around it. It doesn't have to look a certain way to be useful, to serve me, to serve my family and to be worthwhile. And so keep grounded in your why and just give yourself grace if you are in these crazy busy seasons of transition or sickness or whatever it may be. Number two is that time is such an important factor for postpartum recovery. Like we oftentimes feel a lot of pressure, right? To jump back into exercise really quickly. We're itching to get back out there. We're, we oftentimes feel this pressure to almost like run our bodies into the ground or like beat them into shape postpartum. (laughs) That's kind of like very strong language, but I really think that's kind of what happens in our minds. But oftentimes, like we think if we're, if we push ourselves even harder, we're going to get there faster. And really that is not necessarily the case. And I would, I would argue that most of the time it's actually going to backfire if we try to do that. If we do too much too soon or to push ourselves too hard too soon before our core and pelvic floor primarily has the time to heal. And so that's what I really am encouraging you through and showing you step-by-step what that looks like in my postpartum program, because it's not intuitive, especially for all of us who have been athletes our whole life. Like it is not intuitive how we need to heal specifically after our bodies has gone through, you know, tremendous change through nine plus months of pregnancy and then giving birth itself, which is a trauma to the body, no matter how, what type of labor and delivery experience you had, no matter how smooth your birth went, and then postpartum itself, like our, we just have a new changed body and we have to be equipped with how to recover and allow that to heal specifically. So oftentimes we just don't even necessarily realize how important just giving our body the time and grace it needs to fully recover and heal is. And so, you know, we even if we are really focusing on intentionality in our fitness, we can't, we can't rush 
time. Like time is always passing at the same rate. You know what I mean? And so like, we're always going to have to wait out the time that our body really needs to heal in addition to doing what we can in the moment. So like we can steward that time well, but the time needs to be respected. The time for the healing needs to be honored. And that is what's going to help us in the long run to, you know, get back to the fitness we actually want to get back to and to also make sure that our long-term health is taken care of. So we're not dealing with long-term complications and leaking and pain and all of these kinds of things that are avoidable over the long run. So that being said, number three is progressing incrementally. So even with baby steps of progress, progressing incrementally is what's going to add up and that will make a big difference over time, step by step, right? Like one step at a time. And we don't have to, and we should not go from zero to a hundred because it will not get us there faster. It's only going to complicate the journey. So just remember slow is smooth, smooth is fast intention now for intensity later. I love that phrase that Brianna Battles always talks about is it's so true. And so that's why it can be really helpful to have somebody guiding you through what progression looks like to specifically recover our core and pelvic floor after giving birth and after going through pregnancy. And then a strong baseline of fitness really is what makes us resilient enough to be confident in what our body's capable of on any given day. This is number four, this resilient base of fitness, because the truth is like, we can't, we can't trust that every single day that we have to go out there and do a physical fitness test is going to be our best day. And that all the conditions are going to be perfect. I think so many of us are like, okay, I got to eat the right meal the night before I got to get an adequate amount of sleep. I got to, you know, like not do a workout the day before so I can rest my body and I'll instead do yoga or stretches or whatever. And it's like, we try to align all the, all the stars, but the reality is our performance is not going to come from like what happens in those three days. You know what I mean? Leading up to the test, it's going to come from the work that we've put in over months and even years, you know? And so whatever that day is that we have to show up for this thing, it may not be our best ever, but either way we can be proud of ourselves if we give our best in the moment. And so for me, like I was running on like very little zero sleep almost, you know, if we're coming off of an injury, if we're running on little sleep, if we're sick or we've been dealing with babies who are sick, if our top priority hasn't been spending hours in the gym because we're taking care of our mental health and our overall well-being and our family is getting our priority, you know, through big transitions, if that all has been our main focus, that's okay. But if we have that resilient base of fitness, like we can be confident in what our body is capable of on any given day. And that for me was like such a confidence builder because I showed up to this thing with all the conditions were like a lot of whack, let me tell you. And I was even feeling sick. And so with all of that, I still, again, saw improvements from like, like really good improvements. Like I was meeting some of my goals that I had set. Like I literally wrote down when I had first taken my initial diagnostic tests, I put down some goals right next to it of what I wanted to aim for in my next fitness testing um, at the end of our course. And I had reached most of those goals in pretty much every category. And that was really cool to see because again, like this was a terrible day from like an objective standpoint and, and, uh, you know, what to expect of my body in terms of my performance, but it's not, it's not all the stars aligning that allow us to perform. And that's really not what we should be focusing on either. And then the last thing, number five, is that at the end of the day, it's just a test. It's just a fitness test. It's just one day. And these numbers do not define our overall fitness. They do not define our journey. They do not define our potential. 
And they do not, most importantly here, determine our worth or our value as a person, as an athlete, as a mother, as a leader, as a soldier, as a service member, whatever, whatever it is. It does not define you. Give it space. Allow it to be a significant mark of progress to celebrate, something to celebrate on the journey, to give you confidence, to allow you to honor the strength that you've built and your discipline and your perseverance and all the ways that that's built your character. But remember that that does not define you and that does not define your worth. Now that we've gone through that, I want to share a few lessons from the ruck itself. We did a 12 miles graded and then we did several more miles that were ungraded, but we had to get from the finish line to the actual site that we were doing the rest of our training at. And so it was another like two plus miles. So we did a 14 mile ruck and we had about 45 pounds on our back and it was super hilly. We did for anybody who's familiar, we did the sapper course plus an additional humongous hill. <laughs> that was like worse than the other ones I felt like. And so yeah, it was, it was very, very challenging. And this for me was the longest ruck that I've ever done in my life, but also the longest ruck that I've done after having babies. And so it was pretty significant um, for me and may not be, you know, the craziest thing for everybody who's more used to these things, but for me, it was a big deal. So I think it's important to honor that. And this was a required part of our training course. I had done a nine mile ruck in preparation for that 14 miler that we had coming up at the end of the training course. And this was about a month prior to that final 14 miler. And I learned a few things that morning that I felt like would be really encouraging to you guys as well, especially to my fellow mamas and sisters in arms out there who are in the trenches of their postpartum season. So number one is that we are much stronger than we think. And the mental game is is truly over half the battle when it comes to postpartum fitness and whatever we're capable of as mothers. So don't let your limiting beliefs or your fears hold you back from what you're actually capable of and what your body is ready for. And a key here, I would say, especially postpartum, is knowing the signs and symptoms that are indicators of the need to slow down and to adjust a little bit, to give yourself permission to scale back a bit. So that because we know that, in the absence of those symptoms and signs, we can know with certainty and with confidence how much and when we can safely push ourselves and find our new limits again. So I obviously am very familiar as a certified coach who's very passionate about these things, who's done a lot of continuing education over the last couple of years. I know these indicators very, very well, and I know exactly what to listen for in my body. And so the rest of it was like a mental game, truly mental game, because I was telling myself sometimes like, I'm only, you know, at this point I was, I was just like 10 months postpartum. I was like, I'm only 10 months postpartum. Like this is a lot for my body, blah, blah, blah. And that's true. It absolutely is. But at the same time, in the absence of those symptoms, I could continue to push myself. And so that is so important for everybody who's on our postpartum journey, because most of the time when I'm coaching athletes and when I'm encouraging you guys on this podcast, you probably are already very driven to push yourself to achieve in fitness and all those things. And so you probably need to be encouraged to pull the reins back a little bit. And that's what I have to do most of the time in coaching. But sometimes we can become more afraid of pushing ourselves because we don't want to further injure ourselves. We don't want to um, cause further complications, those kinds of things. And so in this case, it th- that's one of the reasons why it's just so important on both ends of the spectrum to know what those symptoms are, because then we do know when we need to be honest with ourselves and, and humbly slow down. And then we also know when we can, where our body's ready for pushing a little bit more. All right, number two is that God wants to give us so much strength and grace for everything that we're going through. And we just have to open ourselves up to it. 
whenever I call upon the Lord and really let him in, whenever I'm on, you know, my last leg of a fitness test or something super rigorous where I'm not sure how much I left have left within me, I just pray, God, please give me the strength and I can't do this without you. And the crazy, crazy, crazy thing is like this blows my mind every single time. I oftentimes when I do that, when I remember that, hey, I don't have to do this alone. I can literally God is with me and he just wants me to let him in more. I actually get chills oftentimes. I get this goosebumps feeling and then I like get this second wind. Like I start to feel a million times lighter, like physically start to feel a million times lighter. It's like this physiological response happens when I allow him in spiritually. And it just shows you like we are integrated human beings. And that's a big part of what I always want to reinforce on this podcast too. And in serving you and in serving the woman that I coach, we are integrated in mind, body, and spirit. And we can't divorce those things from each other. We can't separate and compartmentalize all these areas of our life because that's just not how we work as human beings. And it's not how God created us. And the more we can honor that integration and really strengthen, allow ourselves to be strengthened in every single area and in an integrated way, we're going to see like how much potential we have in any area of life. And so that is, it was just such a testament to that. And I, I truly am so humbled every single time. And I, I literally will, there's a verse that talks about soaring on wings like eagle and I will walk and not grow weary. And like, that's the one that I always go back to in those moments. And when I call upon the Lord and he is our strength, he's always our strength in him. We live, we move and we have our being like ground yourself in in those lines in scripture because they are there so that we can be strengthened and it's all that is the truth and so if we remain grounded in it like we can open ourselves up to the grace and the actual extra strength that god wants to give us for whatever he's calling us to do you know and so we as as mothers like have this incredible strength within us and we as military women or as women who, you know, take pride in our fitness and who want to be strong, like physically as much as mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like we have so much that we can tap into when it comes to God's grace. So don't be afraid to do that. All right. Number three this is so fun. Rebuilding a strong and resilient baseline of fitness is what actually allows us to successfully handle all the different demands and the more challenging and intense things. So very similar to what I was talking about with the um, army combat fitness test and the, the baseline of resilience that comes from the, all the time that we put in and all the intention that we put in. In the very same way, you know, giving ourselves the grace and the space to rehab and to regain that foundation from the ground up in all those beginning months postpartum is what eventually pays dividends in the long run for both our confidence, for our body's capacity, and for our performance. Whatever those demands are that we might have to throw ourselves into because that's the reality in our, especially in the military, you know, maybe it's a, all of a sudden you're going to have to do a 12 to 14 mile ruck like we did, or maybe it's, you know, your unit is going to do the obstacle course, or maybe you've got a, um, a team bonding event where you're going to have to like wear your full kit and all your plates and go through a really rigorous thing because that's kind of what we do sometimes. Um, you know, and so whatever it is for you, or if it's a, you know, some kind of a training course that you're, you're preparing for, like, there's so many things that we sometimes have to put our bodies through. And so when we are intentional with building that base and that foundation, we give our body the space and the time and the grace it needs to heal. That is what pays off. It's not trying to rush our postpartum recovery in the first few months. 
it's going to basically cause us to cut corners in our recovery and to skip over some of those foundational building blocks that actually make a really strong house. So if you think about like building house, like if we miss the foundation, like the whole thing's going to fall apart eventually if too much weight is on, right? Or if it, it can't withstand a storm. And so same thing when it comes to our postpartum recovery. All right, number four, this is more spiritual again. So no time and nothing is ever wasted when we give it to the Lord. And I was just dreading doing this ruck. I had like a million things on my to-do list, of course. Like I, I felt like spending several hours doing this thing. And I'm specifically talking about, I had to do the one that was graded, of course. But I'm talking about the one that was nine miles in preparation for it. We were like encouraged to do this to just give our give our bodies the ability to prep and to kind of see where we we're at and stuff like that. And I was kind of like dreading it because I was like, oh, this is going to be a waste of time. I, I do not have several hours for this. Um, and this was a really, I remember it was a busy week for us. But after being kind of in the drudgery for a couple miles, I started recognizing the blessing that it actually was. And, you know, it was like beautiful one-on-one quality time with the Lord. It was a physical challenge that was going to stretch me and it was going to increase my trust and reliance on God. It was a form of, I, I realized you know, I can offer whatever physical suffering that I go through up intentionally in prayer for the people in my life that I feel called to pray for, for causes that I really wanted to pray for that God had placed on my heart. And this was a time that, you know, this, at this time, like, cause it was just a practice rock. I was able to have my phone and put on music. So like I could listen to praise and worship music. I could just sing and in praise to God. And I could really enjoy the beauty of nature because I went out and it was like 5 a.m. and really, you know, it was pretty dark, but then I got to see the beautiful sunrise on the horizon and I got to, you know, the, the sunlight that was coming over the next few hours just like washed over me and it was just, it was beautiful. And so I got to enjoy God's creation in that way too. And what a meaningful time it ended up being. You know, I, I did not even realize at the time how much my soul needed to be filled in this way just as much as you know, it was like a refresher for my body because it was really hard. It was really demanding, but at the same time, it was very soul filling. And so my, my encouragement to you is nothing is ever wasted when we give it to the Lord. So, you know, I could have just gone through that thing in complete drudgery the entire time, but I was like, you know what? I'm here. Might as well make the most of it and let God in. And like so much beautiful, I think it was like some big breakthroughs in prayer during that time, I was really processing a lot of what was going on for me in that like couple of weeks and for our family and in my spiritual life and all these things. And I was just, I was truly in awe of how the Lord used that time. So I encourage you, whatever, whatever struggles you're going through, I really do think that there is so much good that God can bring through anything and it doesn't have to be complicated. We literally can just invite him in consciously and he will come into that space and make it a million times more beautiful and meaningful and he will redeem it all so whatever it is for you I just encourage you to do that so some some interesting and unique lessons learned from fitness testing and from physical events in the military but like truly all of this I hope this is an example for you of again, how integrated we are and how important it is to integrate these things together because that, in my mind, is how we balance our family, our work, our fitness, our careers, uh, whatever it is that God is calling us to do. He calls us to do it in an integrated way, in a way that honors him and brings glory to him. And, And he is able to do so when we allow him to work through us. So allow him to work through you this week.
I challenge you to do that. And I challenge you to think about what that could look like for you and pray on it. Keep reflecting on it. If you haven't already, please share this with a friend. Please share this podcast with a friend who you feel like it would resonate with. If this has served you, I would love to hear either reach out to me personally or um, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way that you can thank me and that you can continue to help get this podcast out for more women who need it. So I pray that the Lord will give you strength this week and in the coming weeks for anything that he's calling you to do, anything that's on your plate. And I also pray that he can make your burdens lighter, that he gives you the strength and the grace to do what he calls you to do, but then he also lightens your load because he wants to do that for you too, sister. He wants to help you carry it. I am super proud of you. I am so honored that you're with me here on this journey and I can't wait to continue to dive deep with you. I'll talk to you soon.